Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, we're going to talk about self-love and self-care and joy lists and making yourself a priority. So on this Valentine's Day, join me if you want to learn a little bit more. If you're listening to this podcast on its launch date, happy Valentine's Day. And if you're not, happy belayed Valentine's Day. So as I was thinking about an episode for the week of love or Valentine's Day, I thought that it might be helpful for us to explore a little bit about self-love. So no, it's not going to be that kind of podcast. So, um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about self-care. And I know we've talked a lot about self-care in past episodes and throughout the pandemic, what it means to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. And so I just wanted to revisit some of that and then maybe even offer some additional suggestions or thoughts or tips to help you manage your own self-care. So some of the resources I used for this episode is from the Cleveland Clinic. So clevelandclinic.org is where I gathered a little bit of information. Uh, And then other places just that you know, I've stumbled upon things or listened to various podcasts. So it's kind of a hodgepodge of information. But one podcast that um, I listened to recently offered a really awesome quote. And it was, if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. And I wanted to start the podcast really kind of with that thought process of, you have got to learn to take care of yourself so that you can be well enough to take care of others. You've got to be well enough to take care of others um, because as women, we just have a tendency to want to put others first, right? So I think that that's a really important piece of if we're continuously taking out of our bank for other people, when are we feeding our own bank and helping ourselves? And when we don't do that, when we don't take care of ourselves, we find ourselves in places with like chronic illness or some resentment maybe even for when other folks are able to take time for themselves. Maybe it's a partner, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a coworker. And so we need to make sure that We're learning how to do that. Uh, Because like I said, you can't pour into others if your cup is empty. Um, You know, so one of the things that I think is helpful is that self-care is taking care of yourself and it's identifying and meeting your needs. And I think sometimes we think about self-care as taking a long hot bubble bath with a glass of wine or going to get a mani-pedi or... Uh, going for a massage and all those things absolutely can be part of self-care but that's not the only part of self-care because um you know our needs are more than just pampering pieces so 
Um, I think that it's important to make sure that we are thinking of our balanced self, balanced self, our holistic wellness. And I'm going to give a shout out to my health coach, Ashley. She has done an awesome job of working with me over the past, gosh, almost two years probably, and helping me realize that holistic wellness is just as important as like physical wellness. And I originally started working with Ashley because I wanted to make sure that I was hitting some weight loss goals, uh, those sorts of things. And while that is in a space, (laughs) um, I would argue that over the past two years, the other areas of my wellness have grown deeply. So if you have an opportunity to work with a health coach, then I strongly advise it. And mine is through my benefits package. So my employer offers wellness coaching. So definitely make sure you're looking into what your employer provides. And I get, I mean, mine, I get money back every year, which is how I pay for some of my wellness subscriptions. So Um, So make sure you're definitely taking a look at that. But, you know, for that balanced self piece, making sure that you're taking care of your emotional, your physical, your spiritual, and your mental wellness. And of course, those are all going to be individualized pieces, right? Everybody is going to take care of themselves in a different way when it comes to that balanced self-care. It's also helpful to remember that that changes with your season of life. You know, the the seasonal affect disorder is absolutely a thing. And so you may feel really balanced in your emotional or your mental wellness in like summer and fall months. But when when winter hits, that is one of your more challenging pieces or, you know, something um, something horrible could happen and could affect your wellness and your self-care. And and it's not like everything's bad, right? So something really great could also help in, happen and help improve your wellness and, and provide that balanced wellness. So I think it's really important to consider that and think about what does it look like for you personally to have balanced self-care? What does that look like for you? So a couple of tips, some things that I either read or do already or want to do and wanted to share them with you all, my listeners. So the first one, it's Valentine's Day or Valentine's Week or Valentine's Month, whenever you're listening to this podcast. And so what better time than to write yourself a love letter? Oh, Michelle, that's so cheesy and hokey. Uh Uh-huh. And do it anyways. Because we as women struggle at times with giving ourselves praises, right? Go back and listen to Sing Your Own Praises episode. And we struggle with finding the good, having a growth mindset, right? So all those things are important for us to remember and recognize. And if you're anything like me, writing things down sticks a little bit longer. So um, I have Valentine's Day off. Thank you to the Cincinnati public schools and other schools who have chosen to have the day after the Super Bowl off. I will spend some time 
with both myself and with my oldest daughter, Mackenzie, doing some self-love letter writing. Um, Both of us are going to do it. So a fun little Valentine's Day activity. I've mentioned this before, but create your joy list. I have not created my joy list. I have my paper in my planner where I'm going to create my joy list. For some bizarre reason, I keep thinking it needs to be like super cute, bullet journal style. I don't know, but I'm going to be working on my joy list this week uh, because I think it's a really important thing. And then you get to add to it, which I think is also really cool too. You need to establish accountability. I reached out to someone just last night and said, hey, I on this day I'm doing this and I'm going to do it for this long and I'm sharing with you for accountability purposes, right? And I've got, um, I've got accountability partners for various parts of my life and it's really important to share with folks your plan, your goal, what you want to do so that others can help hold you accountable and cheer you on. That's a big part of the accountability piece. Or when you get to those stumbling blocks, like today is overcast and rainy and gross and I just don't feel like writing on my joy list. Okay, don't write on your joy list. Sometimes you need to feel like you have to get permission and hearing it from someone else gives you permission. Learn to give your own permission, of course, but having that accountability partner is certainly very helpful as well. Schedule your annual doctor's appointments. Gosh, I was talking with a friend the other day, texting with a friend, and um, we were supposed to be in a meetup at a certain time, and she had texted me, hey, I'm still at the doctor's office. I'm not going to be there. And I responded, I hope everything's okay, right? Why do our heads always go to, I hope everything's okay, something's wrong? And her response was, just annual checkups. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, I got to get those on the book, right? So it's important to make sure we're doing our annual doctor's appointments and hey if your employer has a wellness program you might even get points or dollars for doing those kinds of things so whatever is your motivation to do that that's an important part of self-care as well is making sure that you are well physically not just necessarily from a weight standpoint but are all your other numbers in a good place is your vision in a good place is your dental in a good place right all of those things and if you're of the right age make sure that you are doing all the womanly things like meeting with your OBGYN scheduling a mammogram if you're of the right age all the things that are super important sharing them out loud for my own accountability as well It's also important to communicate your self-care priorities with your family and your friends. So I've mentioned, I think, previously that I'm doing intermittent fasting, which means that I have a window of time that I eat. And it's really important to me to communicate that with my family members so that they understand that, you know, when they're sitting down to breakfast on the weekend, I'm going to sit down and enjoy my coffee with them, but I'm not going to probably enjoy breakfast. There are other um, occasions or scenarios when I might do that, but it's part of my self-care plan. It's part of my wellness plan and communicating that is really important. Also, my 10 minutes on the treadmill, it that's part of my wellness plan. And when I say, hey, I'm going to go get on the treadmill, they understand what that means. And it's important for them to know that. Um, And it's important for me to communicate that as well. 
And then the last tip I have is track for time and triggers. So two different kind of thoughts here, but, you know, set up a tracking system. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's a tracker chart of some sort, but track the amount of time that you spend on your self-care activities, partly so that you can understand like time of day, amount of time, what feels good. Allow yourself kind of that um, foundation time for the purposes of setting kind of the, the standard, right? I um, restarted habit tracking because I love habit tracking and I let something silly get in my way. And I used January as my baseline for that. And then February on, I am working on improving from my baseline and setting habits or uh, fulfilling my habits on a daily basis or a monthly basis, depending on what it is. So track the time uh, the amount of time you spend doing self-care, the time of day that you spend doing self-care, uh, those are really important pieces as well. Uh, but then also track for triggers. Is there something in your day every Monday morning, for example, is there something in your schedule or in your day that triggers a need for self-care? There used to be meetings for me. There used to be, and you know, in every job I think I've had where like a certain meeting just triggers me. It could be on a Monday morning, it could be on a Thursday afternoon, it could be whenever, but there was always a certain meeting that made me feel some kind of way going in and usually excuse me, made me feel some kind of way coming out. And so track those things so that you understand. And maybe you can start to do some things ahead of the meeting or, you know, hold space after the meeting for a 10 minute walk to clear your head or do whatever, some journaling time or something like that. But make sure that you're doing, spending some time tracking. So friends, Self-care is a buzzword, right? A buzz phrase maybe, but so, so, so important. And so hopefully this is either a reminder to you or this is a uh, fresh new perspective or this is just reinvigorating what you know needs to happen or you want to happen in your world. And Self-care doesn't have to be hours and hours long. That's something that I think I struggled through for a while. Self-care can literally be 30 seconds. Self-care can be 10 minutes. Self-care can be a whole hour. Self-care can be a whole afternoon. It is what you need it to be and what you make it to be. Because remember, self-care is about meeting your needs. Meeting your needs. Self-care can ebb and flow, and can change with the season. So pause and take a moment and think about the things that make you happy. Create your joy list and engage in self-care for self-love. Now, friends, thanks so much for joining me again for this podcast episode, our affirmations this week. I am done apologizing for focusing on me. I'm done apologizing for engaging in self-care. I'm done for fill in your blank this week. And remember, friends, we have a workshop coming up on Thursday. February 17th, 
The last day to register is Monday the 14th, so the day that this podcast episode drops. Make sure that you get one of the spots. We are we are filling up quickly. It is free to you. So if you want to join us, make sure that you are registering at the link in the show notes or on uh, the Instagram account. And make sure you like, follow, and share. If you enjoyed this episode, please screenshot where you're listening, share it on social media, and tag me at at done.apologizing on Instagram, or just share on any of the mediums that you use. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this, and I'm here for you.